chickadee chain there. The chain needs to broccoli in it. It was, I didn't like the broccoli. It was flavorless. Testing, testing. Hello, 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 hello. <laughs> I am Joseph. How are you guys today? How's everything going? I am five foot eleven. My favorite shoe, shoes are Converse. You're five foot five eleven, dude. We're like the same yeah. height. I know. No, you're like six foot, dude. You're like yeah, no, you're a little bit taller than me. We'll measure ourselves after. We'll measure our body. That our penis. No, I mean that's how you tell. No, like, no, no, we're not doing that. Not we again. Go dick to dick. <laughs> like like my, we gotta do it like this. Like my until my dick reaches your your, your pubis. Pubis. And that's what it's called. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And special guest... Joe Ramirez. What the fuck? You guys, now, now I'm, uh, I've been fucking oh, you downgraded didn't, to fucking special guest? You didn't listen to last week's podcast? No, of course not. Oh, shit. Joe, there's something... Beto, tell him. Tell him Go ahead. Uh, no, I can't. You fucking assholes. I can't tell him. Did you replace me or did you just demote me? Because if you guys just demote me, it's fine. If you replace me, I'll have to kill whoever you fucking replace me with. I think it was unanimous, dude. Uh, Even you decided. Yeah, you decided. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you're just a special guest from now on. I mean, it's not wrong. I am special. (laughs) Very special. I am, I am, you, you guys, you fucking need me. I am, let's face it. I'm the fucking star of the show. You moderate this shit. And you do a pretty good job of it, kid. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, you do. But I'm the fucking star, and you guys know this. Do you look? Tell your, me the truth you, right now. Do the, you look the, at yourself in the mirror and like you just pull your pants down and like I'm a big fucking star? Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm a big fucking star. Yeah. Oh, I was gonna say I got a big. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what it means. Are you, are you talking about the Mark Wahlberg scene? The fucking <laughs> boogie nights. Yeah, boogie nights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, let's face it. I'm. I'm gonna assume. That last week, because I wasn't on the show, was probably our lowest fucking listened to podcast of the year, right? <laughs> so far, I mean. I mean. Yeah, you're right. Actually, no, I haven't checked the numbers. I'm not sure. Because <laughs> you're afraid to. No, I usually check the numbers when I'm editing no, 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 this you show. Want, you're fucking afraid because I Wait, wasn't on it. just the first episode of the month, the, the year now? Well, I mean, yeah, there's that too. But <laughs> <laughs> was it just the second episode, first episode? I mean, I'm not wrong, am I? <laughs> I'm not I don't wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I'm technically not wrong. I mean, did you at least see the title of the show? I did. What was it? Huh? What was it? I don't know. My Instagram has it somewhere like that. Did you see the? Did you see our picture? I saw a picture, yeah. Or <laughs> where is Joe Ramirez? I think it was something like that. No, right? the vanishing, vanishing of Joe, of Joe Ramirez. Did you I see the was... picture? Though? I didn't see me on it. What was it? Was I in there? I didn't see it. Yeah, like, like a faintly <laughs> in the background, like a Damn giant it. face. I fucking, I fucking <laughs> like a ghost face. Here's the thing. I did it. I put your picture and I, I I faded it. But I thought, oh yeah, you could see it. People are gonna know. I showed it to Bethel. Bethel laughed. I thought, I thought, oh, he caught it. He caught the the your face. And then I'm like, yeah, it's kind of funny that Joe's face is there. Then he sends me another text, laughing his ass off, saying that he didn't even see it. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, shit. But yeah, this this face is the show was gonna go to shit without me. So 
I'm back. Joe's back. And he's ready. You ready? I'm going to be... My New Year's resolution is to be more raw. Rawer than normal on the Rawer podcast. than Eddie Murphy? Rawer than Eddie Murphy. <laughs> Rawer than raw. Shit. Well, let's get this Rawer going. Rawer than Raw the Rugged Man. Let's get it going. Oh. Raw the Rugged Man? Oh, this is like a white rapper, I believe. Um, yeah, I know. I get no, no. I hear you. We'll get it going right now. Give no, me no, fucking no, no, second. no. I was just trying to remember, figure out <sighs> who you're talking about. I'm already fucking trying to push the show off. Anyways, I am going to speak my mind more. I'm making it a point to be more offensive. Oh, more fucking racist. No. All I'm saying is, you better have your fucking uh, your your um. Your censorship skills on point, because I'm going all in. I'm going after you, honkies. Motherfucking <laughs> <laughs> crackers. Now it's on, where you get to find out what we've been doing. Beto? What's up, fool? Where you going, fool? To my pad, fool. For reals, fool? Nah, fool. I'm going to the store, fool. What's up? I'm going to the store, that's fucked up. For reals, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. For reals, fool. Yeah, fool. Damn, fool. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. It's not cool. Don't never lie to friends. I tried a super hot. Know what it's called, right? VR. Yep. Uh, that's all I really played. I played a little bit of other stuff, but Super Hard was the main thing that I played. That was that was fucking dope. I really liked it. Um, but I, I wish I could take it home. But Jesse keeps like not letting me borrow the VR, even though we all paid for it, and he doesn't let me borrow it. Um, so he goes, hey, I go, I go, me. I go, you hey, can I borrow me. it? He goes, yeah, come over. I'm like, no, can I borrow? He's like, no, no just come over. Here. No, 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 no. No, no, you fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. No, I didn't say that. This bullshit lying. Look, no, 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 no. Let's get the fucking record straight. Let's get the fucking record straight. All right? Hey, Bart. Guys, come on over. No, look. When Sean and Brenda were on the podcast last week, we hung out all day. Sean and Brenda were curious and trying PlayStation VR. They tried it. Then Bethel tried it. He never fucking asked me. <laughs> if he did, I would have unplugged it and happily let him give it to him because we all bought it. Fuck all you. What? You have for, your hand. For you have your hand ri- yes, raised. Yes, I want to ask Joe, a question. Ask for those a of you question. that are not uh, that that can't see this right now, I'm raising my hand to ask a question. Sean and Brenda, eh? Yeah. So it took two people to replace me. <laughs> I just wanted to make that clear. <laughs> to state my value, it took two. But continue, Bethel. Go on. But yeah, I tried that out. Um, it's uh, I don't know. I wonder how it is. Have you played the the regular console version yeah. of that? How is mm-hmm. that? Is it similar? It, it's similar. But is there crouch like, buttons though? What's up? Is there crouch buttons? Uh, I believe if <laughs> I remember, yeah. Crouch buttons. <laughs> is there um, crouch buttons? The only <laughs> difference is it it is your movements. It's it's the same thing, but actually different levels. It's not like the VR. So version. the VR was they're made for VR. They're made for oh, VR. Okay. Um, there are moments. In it, but what's crazy about VR is actually, you know, the the scene moves because when you're moving, but because it's VR and you're actually like even tilting yeah, your head so every, counts. Yeah, every every movement, every movement that you make, uh, the enemies come at you. So if you're staying still, it's like it's it's just time stays still. So as you move, the enemies come at you, and you have to find your weapons. You grab them with the uh, with your hands with your use a 
the uh, what are they called? Motion plus we um, motion controllers. controllers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're like grabbing uh, weapons, and you could like get an axe, you throw it at them. But yeah, like every movement that you make, the enemies come at you, and they're shooting at you. So you you, you see the bullets come at you. You gotta you gotta get out of the way. So you gotta be standing up to play this because I was like moving around like crazy, like fucking. Like, yeah, yeah, like that. Um, um, real quick question before you continue. Before you continue, um, for me when I played it, but you guys actually played in a different kind of area. Uh, did it still feel like you didn't have enough room to move around, or uh, not really? I felt like okay. I was I was in a good spot. Okay, because where I was was just you know where the chairs are right facing. The, yeah, so I think that direction yeah, moving the camera it's better. No, yeah, I felt like I had a, I had a good amount of space. Like, I think I accidentally touched uh, Sean's dick. Uh, <laughs> that's the only uh, problem I had. I mean, it wasn't a problem. Cause I, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I just... Um, but, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's really interesting just how, how they made that work. Uh, I want to I wanna try out the regular version, too, just to see, see how that is. Because that looked yeah. really fun, too, just, just mm-hmm. watching some of the gameplay of it. Um, yeah, that was pretty much it. I, played a little, I was playing a little bit of Skyrim earlier, but... Nothing too much. Um, well, that's all I played. Um, playing, because um, you haven't been using like VR itself. Mm-hmm. Going back into it and playing a game like uh, Super Hot, which isn't graphically intensive. Yeah. You know, so it's not taxing the console. How did it like feel to you? Like, how did it look? I mean, it's just like I mean, you have the headphones. Have the headphones. You had the headset on. It's still you still like immersed in it. it just doesn't doesn't look great, but it, I mean, it's not terrible. Mm-hmm. I still enjoyed it. Like there's, I don't know. For me, like the graphics weren't weren't a bad thing. I mean, there's other other VR games that the graphics aren't great on. Like the what do you call it? Uh, Job Simulator, right? Isn't the, yeah, yeah. Like they're mm-hmm. not great, but but I mean, but I'm not saying work. like oh, it doesn't look realistic, so I don't feel as immersed, but more of. It being not so gra- graphically intensive, do you think that benefits it and then it makes it look better, as in like run smoother? Maybe because I mean there wasn't too many. There's I mean it's just what black, white, and red, maybe like some yellow. In yeah, it. So yeah, yeah. There wasn't too too much color to it, so it didn't seem like it was like really minimal. Mm-hmm. So you can't really, I don't know. I can't really. It didn't really bother me much. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was like it was. It's cool. Like, I, like I want to, I want to see more VR stuff like that. That was, that was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it. What you, Joe? So full. Um, so I, I went, I beat South Park: The Stick of Truth. Um, I got not the, the fractured butthole. No, no, no. The first one. I wanted to get through the because I never beat Stick of Truth. So I went back and I went and played that and and I beat that. And uh, <clears throat> it's, it was funny. It's it was, it was a lot of fun. Uh. And the, like the right length for for that kind of game. Yeah, it was did, perfect. Did length. you beat it originally on 360 or PS3? No, I never beat it. Oh, okay. But did you play enough of it? Yeah. Okay. I I actually didn't get, and I realized afterwards I did not get that far in, yeah. when I originally played it on the 360. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was a lot of fun. And then uh, I, I know it was funny because um, as I was playing, I was playing it for a while, um, and I, I got sick for like three weeks so i had a lot of time to like you know play it yeah and um every so often jess would come by and she would hear me playing it or she would hear some of the stuff and she's never been a big south park fan or yeah i don't think she's she never really watched it but like after i beat the game she would she was asking me like all right what about happened to the game and she's like oh i already beat it and she's like oh 
kind of wanted to see you play some more of it because <laughs> it was funny, you know, it's yeah, legitimately yeah. funny. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff about it. I, I mean, I don't know if we really went over the game a lot. I don't think we ever really did. I know you beat it, right? But I, I don't know if we really uh, talked about it a whole lot. When that came out, was the show? Was like I don't think we were. Yeah, you're right. It wasn't even. We yeah. were. We, it was barely. I think it was. You know what? We did the practice episodes that never aired. Okay. And then South Park was part of it. I remember you talked about it because you yeah. beat it. You uh-huh. actually, you, yeah. I remember that. Um, but I, I dug a lot of the, um, I mean, it was like a really long episode of South Park. It really was. Mm-hmm. And it, it wasn't all hit. It, you know, it, there's some misses there, but I mean, for the most part, I, I laughed a lot. Um, the little things, you know, uh, fucking fast travel with Timmy. I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the first time he does that, where he rolls in with his the, delivery the horse, service, or the his... horse is galloping, and yeah. it's just a little fucking toy horse that's hanging by the edge of his little wheelchair. And then just um, yeah, a lot of the like the optional side missions are really cool, like the, the Al Gore, Man Bear Pig stuff, <laughs> yeah, where he starts true. constantly texting you, and like you have to find yeah, like one of your missions is to unfriend him. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, I had a lot of fun with that game, and um. I think pretty soon I'm gonna get started with uh, the fractured, uh, the fractured butthole. Um, but really, you know, it was cool. It was, it was. Uh, I wish I'd played it sooner. Um, also played, so I got it on sale uh, during PlayStation's um, one of the holiday sale weeks. I forget what week it was. I got Mafia Three. I saw you play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually played a good amount of it so far. How is it? So I got the entire. With all the DLC the and all the definitive extra dream edition, you know, Two K loves them some definitive editions. Mm. Um, and I got it for like twenty bucks for everything, so I was like, I might as well. I was like, no, it's great. Yeah. I'll get it all. And I know I actually saw. I think GameStop was selling the the base game for like ten bucks recently too. Oh wow! And um, but like the DLC is still expensive, so I um, I went ahead and picked that up. Um. And I, I like it. Uh, so here's the thing. Like, I saw a lot of reviews. And I, one thing that I've been noticing, and I'm going to kind of go into it a little bit uh, more. Um, my reasons kind of like why is like I, I've been giving less. Like, reviews, I'm starting to, I, I don't really want to factor them into much of what I play. And I don't want, really want them to to judge, get, like preconceive, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah, yeah. something. And I think we're all guilty of that for a while. Especially, I think maybe not as much as now, but like in the last few years. Whenever we saw something, we would definitely be like, oh, let's go like a 70 or a 60 on yeah. so I'm not going to play it, you know? I really don't want to, I kind of don't want to do that anymore. Um, because I feel like even a game that might average out to be like a 60 or 70 could still be really fun mm-hmm. to me or you or just depend to someone. Yeah. And it's kind of cool. Nine, not, so. Yeah, not, not valuing. I mean, there's still certain people like whose opinions, you know, we're always going to value. And you're like, we, we want to hear about it. But like, yeah, a lot of times I notice a lot uh, it seems like a lot of, um, I feel like a lot of reviewers tend to go in with kind of like a biased, yeah. and, and, well, it's, and it's understandable because it's, yeah. it's a person's opinion. But sometimes I feel like, like nowadays, especially depending on what you're reviewing, it's almost like unfair to have. I, I feel like sometimes publications or places have have um, specific people review stuff for the fact that it's going to cause controversy. You know what I mean? I get you. Yeah. I'm not saying everyone does it, but it just feels like sometimes I feel like that's what it's, it, it kind of skewers to in a lot of cases. Um, Mafia was one of those games that didn't get reviewed very high. 
But one thing I kept hearing about, like looking at some reviews, I was noticing that everyone was saying, you know what, the story's really, really good. The, the voice acting's really, really good. The missions themselves, kind of bland, nothing mm -hmm. new. It'd been a while since I played an open world game. You know, I haven't really played anything like that since probably Breath of the Wild. I consider that more like the GTA type game. You know what I mean? What, Breath of the Wild? No, or Ma Ma Mafia. Mafia. Okay. Yeah, like a GTA type. I don't. Oh, yeah. I hadn't played one in a while. Like since GTA is probably one of the last ones I played. Yeah, and I don't know. Like when it comes to Breath of the Wild, like I felt it was so. It didn't do anything crazy open world wide, but it felt so different than other open yeah, world oh, yeah, games. Yeah. But not to the point where it's its own category. It's still an open world game, yeah. but. There's I can't get that from anything else. Yeah. So no, no, right no, no, now, no. you yeah. know. I have real quick. I'm just gonna go on a side story. Mm -hmm. You bring up Breath of the Wild. My uh, my boss got his son a Nintendo Switch for uh, Christmas. Yeah. Yesterday it was. It was it yesterday. I think it was yesterday. He told me that he because he took a week off. Uh, he took Christmas week off, and um, he was telling me that he he spent the entire week. He bought his son uh, Zelda, and he got a Mario Kart. He said him and his son spent the entire week playing Zelda. Nice. <laughs> he was like, no, he's like, you, he's like, my wife was getting pissed off. And, he's like, <laughs> oh. and he was telling me how cool it was, how when his mom would get pissed off and he was like, hey, bud, you, can, you need to stop playing. He could, his son did exactly pick it up and go play it on his own in his room or go do the whole thing. And I was telling him, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and he's like, he's digging it. But he was telling me that like his son was playing the game and was going through, each one's got their own file. His son was going through the game you know, beating the bosses, doing all that stuff. And, you know, my boss told me, like, I wasn't doing any of that. He was basically doing kind of like just going and doing whatever. And he was, like, getting a kick out of, like, he compared it because he doesn't have anything else to really go off of. But he was like, man, this is a lot like Far Cry Primal. And I, I get what he's saying mm -hmm. in that open type, that environment and mm -hmm. world. But he was, like, he was just like, man, I, I couldn't stop playing it. He was like, I, I fucking, he was like... And even his son would would be surprised because he would be like, "You have more hearts than I." Like even though his son was playing through the main story, he wanted to get through all that stuff. It was like he was like, "You have more hearts." Like he he is he had more hearts than his son did. He had more money. He had more stuff because he was doing just the random, you know, like just yeah, side, yeah, yeah. Going side quests or just going yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. um, his son deletes his save files. I don't know what happened. <laughs> yeah, it was Simon. Like he would watch his son catch. Like I think his son caught the. It's a horse with bunny ears, right? Ooh. Or something like that. He told me something about like there was a horse that his son was because he, he said oh, like son a white horse, maybe like the, the big the one, fairy, the fairy one. No, well, he, he know he got oh, the. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He know he 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 was Simon. His son got the big horse. He already seen that, yeah. then, but he was just like, yeah, he was like, it's fucking. And I was, I just, I got a kick out. I was like, it's a fucking good game, right? And he was like, yeah. And I was talking about how many hours I put into it, how we've all put a lot of time into it. And I was just like, I thought it was really cool. It was like, it just tells you how, I mean, that game's fucking, you yeah. know. And it's not mm -hmm. even my game of the year, but it was so fucking good to see people like want to yeah. play that. Going back to um, Mafia. You know, so I went and picked it up and I started playing it. And um, like, like the missions and, and like the overall combat and shooting like and, and all that stuff nothing new mm -hmm. it, de it definitely doesn't reinvent the wheel um, it's been like actually playing the game and going through each mission it's been okay like you get there's a, there's a certain amount of satisfaction you still get out of like you know shooting stuff but I mean yeah. it's nothing that hasn't already been done better mm -hmm. um, but the story's been fucking really really fun yeah, that's what i've heard yeah now that you're talking about it, i remember hearing that was the story was really good it's done in an almost like a like a um it's it seems like a documentary style thing 
and then it takes you to the story and it's all these old characters that are older and telling you this like how it went down in the story and it's basically a story about betrayal in in the south uh your your character's name is lincoln lincoln clay i think it is a uh, black guy that just got came back from vietnam who's back home at the south he's like a member his he was raised or basically adopted into the black mafia and something goes down with the legit mafia and it becomes a, a basically his revenge story and it's done really really like so far it's been done really really well i've had fun there's actually been missions in the game that have been really enjoyable and i've been like this is cool but um you just get that satisfaction with certain levels like okay so like and i take I, there's this one mission where you're basically hunting down one of the guys and you're getting your revenge and it reminded me of some of the early missions from like i, I and i remember getting so much satisfaction from assassin's creed 2 you know the whole Ezio, yeah, he's yeah. getting his revenge on uh-huh. all those guys. They killed the and family. it was. It, I always felt like in the second game, it was it was done. It was never done better than in that game. Mm-hmm. I agree. And that's how a couple of these missions, when you're getting revenge on these guys, that's how Mafia kind of made me feel. Again, the gameplay itself, it's whatever. But getting to that point to finally get revenge on this dude felt really, really satisfying as I played it. Um, and going on with the story it's just an interesting and it's a really interesting game they they don't skimp on as far as like the race the racism of, mm-hmm. in that time it even has a, a disclaimer like hey you know you know we try to make it as authentic as possible so we're using the words and you know the slurs and, and racial slurs of that time and i mean they're it's full on um so playing the game so far like i said it's I'm playing through the single, like the, the the actual gameplay and getting through those missions, more as of a way just to get through that, to, just to get see more of that story. Uh, it's it's almost kind of disappointing because I mean, fuck man, if they'd have really done something to make the gameplay special, they would have had. I, I feel like they would have really, really had something super special on their hands. Um, but it's serviceable. It's not horrible. Yeah. It, it, it serves its purpose, uh, and overall, I'm really digging the game. i digging it way more than I even thought I was going to dig it. Mm-hmm. That's uh, good. Yeah. Uh, so I definitely want to get through that. I want to I wanna, uh, <clears throat> beat that hopefully pretty soon because I definitely want to get through that story. Were people complaining that you had to play as a black guy when that first came out? No, I don't think so. No? no they complain about everything think, else, right? I think yeah, more, <laughs> yeah. I, did I remember? I remember I think San was... Andreas was like that. Uh-huh. I, I remember Jesse didn't want to play San Andreas because of that. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I believe you. It sounds like Jesse. <laughs> um, um, yeah. So I mean, it's and it's got a lot of like you know the even the side characters in the game, a lot of stuff. Uh, the characters, it's they're they're pretty um, they're pretty good. And you know, it's uh, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm really happy that I like the game. And then you know, I think it's one of those games where if you were on the fence with it, but you know, you're really into the story, it, it wouldn't hurt to play it. And even I would even say like you know if, if you don't like the gameplay fucking put that shit on easy and just go through it just so you can get yeah, yeah the story, story. you know because mm-hmm. it's 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 fun. Um, so it's mostly just like nothing is like bad. It's just more the story's better and the game. It's just like the missions are bland. Right? Yes, yes, but like so it's not far. horrible controls. It's nothing <sighs> bad. It's just there's a your couple basic. of oh, issues okay. with with the controls that I would have I I definitely would have been like like they're not game breakers but they're stuff like. Just button placements. Like I'm so used to like a certain button, like in a GTA game, being um, being 
you know, it just makes sense for like a button, like get out of the car with this button and then they just change it. And I'm like, why would, why wouldn't you just follow that? You know what I mean? Like in a way you'd be like, why wouldn't you just follow them and just do it that way? Yeah. No, cause it reminds me of a uh, Skyrim. I had to change the buttons the, because the, um, I don't know which one it is. Let's, I don't know what the A, B, X, Y, what, I don't know how, they, how it's placed, whatever. So the Y button is to jump and that just feels weird. Cause you gotta like mm-hmm. hit the button on the top. So I just changed it. I just flipped the the B button and the Y button. I swapped them. So I just used the B button to jump because I'm so used to like any other games that you hit X yeah. to jump. It's just weird. Like why they do that? Yeah, and then like um, and it's like they they have like features in the game that are that are cliche to me. Like they have uh, bullet time, of course. Like you slow. Like you can actually like when games still do that. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Like there's a, and then like you can slow down time when you're driving a car. Like you can you just it's kind of stuff like you're like oh, car bullet time. Yeah, basically, you know, or you just kind of like. It really that, didn't need that. That's so stupid. Car bullet time. That's yeah. the thing about bullet time is like it was cool when it came out, and then like Max Payne did it, and then the Dead to Rights came, mm-hmm. and now bringing that kind of back, you're just kind of like, well, it never like it was cool back then. I don't think it took off to kind of stay in games. I think, and I don't, did. and I don't like for the car. I, I don't even use it. I mm-hmm. I've never found. Yeah. And actually, it's uh, because of the button, how they use the buttons. When I'm trying to get out of the car. Because the button to use it, I think, is the is swap with the button. Like I, the the button I think is normally to get out of a car is the bullet time button. Uh, I end up always fucking in, like initiating, like God damn it, and then getting out of the car. Um, you get so, out of the car bullet time. Yeah, it just so there's there's definitely quirky shit about it that I'm just like I'm not a big fan of that. Um, and then like yeah, like the, like just standard bullet time. I was like oh they still use that shit. Red Dead did bullet time really well. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I shot um, my horse in bullet time. I felt really bad about it. <laughs> I remember that. I remember when you said that. And then uh, there's and then like there's like a lot of and there's like a lot of extra missions and stuff like that you can open up. And so I mean, like I said, it's 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 been it's been a lot of fun. I I'm definitely digging it for the story. They did a really so far. I mean, I don't know if it's gonna go to shit or not. It doesn't seem like it, but so far. I'm very interested in the story and how that's going along. That's cool. And that's how cool. they do it. Yeah. It's very, very stylish. The music is also fucking really good. Like, radio station-wise, because they pick music from that area, so there's a lot of fucking credence. Nice. So, like, rolling, going down a fucking street to Bad Moon Rising is pretty fucking badass. You know what I mean? And it's it's one of the early songs that they'll play in the game where you're just like, fuck yeah. Like, they even do a montage scene where you, like, they play that and you're like, this is fucking awesome. You know what I mean? <laughs> Also, over the Christmas uh, vacation, I picked up uh, Dead Dead by Daylight. Is that what it is? Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Broad, broad Daylight Get Right. Broad, uh, broad what did you, what'd you call it? Broad Daylight Get Right. Broad Daylight Get <laughs> <laughs> It was 15 bucks at uh, GameStop. I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, I got it too. I just haven't played it. I've been wanting to play it. Um, and I picked up the Friday the 13th game. <laughs> Oh okay, okay. So I was then she's like, you know what? They were cheap. I was like, I'm gonna fucking try these out. I want to see what's going. Uh, I I'm I like Dead by Daylight. Yeah, it's so it's a four versus one asymmetrical multiplayer game. One person is the killer. The other four people are the um, survivors. I've I was catching 
I played a few rounds of it, um, and I actually got the game with like the the downloaded like I bought the, got the extra content. So you, you could actually at this point they've got Michael Myers, they've got a map based in Haddonfield, like the neighborhood. They added uh, Leatherface. Uh, they've added Chucky. <laughs> Chucky, no. Did they really? The leprechaun. No, they added uh, Freddy Krueger, and there's a and in space. Well, so what's it? They fucking add? Jason X. Jigsaw. Jason X. Ooh, no, Jigsaw, they no. didn't add him. But they added like, and now they've the actually the it clown. The which one? The it clown. <laughs> they added and all George Michael Myers' sister. She's the bad guy. Kelly Clarkson. Oh no, she's actually in it as a <laughs> survivor. Laurie Strode is a survivor. In no, the no, no, no. Is Jamie Lee Curtis playing? Damn. Is that the sister? Is it? Yeah. Laurie Strode. Oh wait, is it H two O? Is another way to say this? H two O. Water. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> Which one was it? Halloween Resurrection where Buster Rhymes beats oh, down Michael damn Myers? Damn straight. Bullshit. He why, why not? Buster Rhymes? Hey, at various times, Michael Buster Rhymes Myers has been fucking Michael pretty yoked. I like, yeah. ba- I like ba- Buster Rhymes. He wasn't yoking that one, though. No, he wasn't. He wasn't yoked. Uh, you rush to Mike, rush Michael Myers back. would have grabbed his, like, what are they called again? Had to smack. Rambo's. Uh, it's uh, uh, dreadlocks. He would have grabbed his dreadlocks, cut his dreadlocks off, and then cut his head. <laughs> I was gonna laugh and say like, when you cut his dreadlocks off, they start bleeding and he dies. That's where all the blood flow goes. But um, it's pretty fun. Like the whole object of the game, it, it's it's got this weird backstory to it. But you get put in the map. Your goal as a survivor is to um, turn on these generators and it's, it's <laughs> yeah, your object is to turn on the bad guy yeah <laughs> make him feel <laughs> You're like come here little big boy you need to mm. find an egg you need to find the exit so it, it's when you when you think about it, it's like oh, this is kind of weird and it almost doesn't work but it it still does you have to turn on these generators to to get power and then from there you open up exits um you can you can you move you know quietly. You can run, but then that causes noise, and you can actually see it on the ground. So like, you, you, if you're the the killer, you can see that stuff. Your sprint as a character is still not faster than um, the killer. So if you get spotted and you don't, you know, you can actually knock pallets over, and you can jump over things that kind of like the, the killer can't. That's the only way you can kind of. Uh, build up a little like space between them, but if you, if not, he's gonna fucking you get hit, and then he hangs you on a uh, on a uh, on like a meat hook or something like that. Mm-hmm. And this thing, it's called the entity, comes down and it takes you. That part sucked because I was kind of open. It's like, oh, you don't actually get to do the like the murders yourself. Like your character doesn't. And and apparently certain characters can do like stuff like that, but for the most part, it follows these rules. Um, one thing that's cool is like I noticed that um, I was watching a Let's Play, and I never watched that stuff. But it's actually I was I actually I was in a game at one point, and I I died in it, and I started spectating the same game, and I fucking stayed with it. Like I was actually invested because <laughs> I was like, there was only like two people left, and I'm like, and they still had to like turn on like two or three generators, and I'm like, and they got to the one, I'm like, fuck, I think they're gonna do it, and I actually I I stopped. Like I never normally do that, but it was actually fun watching it and watching them almost like get to it, and like. One guy would get caught, he'd get injured, and then you can revive your 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 teammates, you know? And he did it like three times and he was finding a way to stay hidden. And I think that the, the guy that was playing the killer wasn't very good either. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was fun, it was actually engaging. I was like, holy shit, this is actually fun to watch. I actually had seen, an, and I also watched a Let's Play with the, um, the Freddy Krueger. When you're Freddy Krueger, 
it, I just thought it was kind of cool they changed the rules a bit where when you start a game with Freddy as the killer, you're all awake. You can't see Freddy. When Freddy gets to you, he puts you in a dream state. And in the dream state, he can then kill you. So when you're awake, you can't see him. He can go after you. Then once he puts you to sleep, then he can kill you. So then you, you still have a chance to escape. So I just thought it was kind of cool. And yeah, then yeah. It's funny because <clears throat> these guys that were playing it, I was laughing because they were they were you know they were joking around. But like when you watch the characters run, they're walk, they're running like they're asleep. It looks fucking. It just looks stupid, but it was funny. And I was watching this gameplay. I was like, dude, this is fucking pretty fun. Yeah. yeah. It was a, it was a lot of fun. It looked like a uh, some especially if you get a group like we, when we played. Uh, uh, Left 4 Dead like uh -huh. if we were to play this game I felt like we would have a lot of fun we would yeah. definitely have a lot of fun with it um, so I really like in that one and then like the variety of maps also like when a killer gets close to you you'll either hear like the heartbeat your heart beats faster when they're around you mm -hmm. um, I believe if you're playing as Michael Myers in Haddonfield when he gets close to you the piano music plays holy shit when Freddy gets close to you you hear the little kids uh, one two yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's there's a lot of little cool stuff like that um that uh, that gets added, and I've been noticing like there's a there's definitely like a you, you level up, you can add you, you add perks and all that stuff. I haven't figured all that out yet, but it's pretty. It's I mean for it being I didn't think it was gonna be that deep of a game, but it's pretty it's pretty fucking fun. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth is a I feel like it's a slower paced game. It's definitely not as fast paced. It's um. I was it was fun because you can now like I know they're adding a single player component to it pretty soon. Um, they just when I bought it they had just recently added the the ability to to play the game with bots so you can actually play as Jason and go hunting people. Um, I'm still getting used to the controls but it's pretty fun when you're Jason and killing someone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have a few options and I was like ah, that was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I feel like the open maps there's so much I feel like the maps are a lot bigger and it's a six versus one game. I don't know if it's gonna be able to like I'm already playing it and it's not bad. Uh, it's definitely glitchy. It's not perfect, and we, we knew this. Yeah, you know, going and we've talked about the game before. But I don't know, man. I'm like I'm already kind of like m my preference seems to be like Dead by Daylight, and I was mm -hmm. like, it's, it's pretty fucking fun. Um, is because of the variety and the different characters. I feel characters like that's part of it. Yeah, I mean, there's other Jasons you can pick, but it's all Jason, which is fine. Um, it is, but the fact that you can actually do like so one thing about Dead by Daylight, that's a small thing. Is like you, you really can't do many kills. It's all about killing, like hurting the person and putting them on like a hook. Whereas Jason can fucking like brutally fucking kill people. Yeah, yeah. And it's a lot of fun watching him do stuff. Like I remember picked one person up, and then like fucking impale. Like I knocked over a a water fountain thing, then it left like the pipe, and you could impale him. I was like, oh, that's <laughs> fucking brutal, but you know, it's it's fun. Yeah. So um. I, I definitely want to see where they because I know they're going to add that the single player component is going to be like challenges for Jason to try to do certain things so I'm like I, I'm definitely going to stick with it it's it's still it's fun I just need to put more time into it mm -hmm. um that was about it for me as far as games go I so I got some I just got some good playing in this weekend Jesse what about you man for PlayStation Plus there was a few free games this month for January they came out with Batman the Telltale series which is Telltale's take on like their own version of Batman. And, you know, Bethel had talked about it before, probably like a couple months ago, that he played it. And, you know, I've kind of fallen off the Telltale kind of games they've done. Because I feel I'm blanking on 
who makes it, but uh, like Life is Strange, how they do their type of um, what's, the, what's that gameplay called again? Point and click Point adventure click kind of. type of text adventure. I thought they were going somewhere where it was a it expanded it more than Telltale just kind of keeping it the same thing. Batman, you know, does a few different things. You know, me being a fan of Batman, growing up with like the animated series, the movies, then getting like really into the comic books, I have kind of like a version of who Bruce Wayne and who Batman is in my head. And I, what I like about this game was that you're starting off as Bruce Wayne because Bruce Wayne is important because he he's Batman. And it's good to have that um, good amount of chunk of being Bruce Wayne and I heard that was a negative for a lot of people. They're like, "Yeah, you just gotta be Bruce Wayne all the time." I'm like, I "Yeah, that's that. I like the yeah. yeah." And I was like, "That's Batman, though." Like, I get it. Like, I get where you're coming from, but for me, being a fan, and you know, a lot of it, shit, even in the animated series, like, a lot of it was Bruce Wayne. You know, so I went into it like, "Oh, okay, cool. I like this," and uh, you know, I'm okay with like altering story stuff mm -hmm. you know if it's not the same thing as the comic books that's fine because you still have the comic books and they changed a few things you know they changed a few things with like harvey dent and and bruce wayne and them being friends which they were but then just other stuff were like the the um the penguin yeah the them penguin the, yeah the penguin thing it's like okay i like i was a little off about it they kind of make it where him and bruce grew up together the penguins parents had some financial trouble and they they died yeah. you know but they lost their money so like the penguin is is kind of trying to rise back up um but uh going back to the harvey dent thing carmine falcone is in it and you kind of find out that they're kind of talking and i thought that was really weird like again it's the same thing with hey having direction in a game and changing it that's fine and, it, and this changing is fine, but for me, it was just like, man, who Harvey Dent is at his core, it's so weird that he has some sort of attachment to Carmine, Carmine Falcone, the mafia boss in Gotham City. So that was just kind of like, but I'm like, they're going somewhere, so I'm not going to judge it. No. So the game keeps going, and, and again, it's it's changing things. You know, um, Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman, is, is seeing Harvey Dent, you know, so it's just like, okay, they're changing things up. That's cool. But what I liked is there's a confrontation between uh, Batman and Catwoman. And when they end their meeting, she kind of scratches him in the cheek. And when they, when Bruce and Selena Kyle meet each other, she notices the scratch and fucking calls him out. Not in front of Harvey Dent, but it's kind of like... It was that first episode, right? Yeah, yeah it was yeah. in the first episode. And she goes, hey, so where's your, your suit, your other suit, blah, whatever. You know, kind of like, I already fucking know. And I like that. That's cool. Stuff like that was cool. But there's a moment in this game where I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. It had nothing to do with story, altering things. That's why I'm bringing those things up. Altering things, changing things of, Bat things of Batman, I'm completely fine. But this is where Telltale always loses me in these type of games. Choose your own adventure. Choose your own way. Act how you do. You know, even if there's options of me being Bruce Wayne, I'm going to be the Bruce Wayne that I know that I want to be. I'm going to be the Batman that I want to be. There's a moment where you're checking out a warehouse, but then you're doing investigations to check, okay, what happened here? There's a dead body here. Seems like there was an explosion and two bullets. And you're kind of investigating like what happened? Okay, the bullet shots came from up there on the second floor. I'm gonna check out that area. You find that the guy is still there. You capture him. And as Batman, you have options to beat the shit out of him, 
to give him to for him to give you information or intimidate him for me for a first second i was like i'm gonna beat the shit out of him but then i'm like wait a minute i'm gonna intimidate him you know i'm not gonna hurt this guy so i intimidate him i don't hurt him there's an option to break his arm i choose not to and then commissioner gordon comes in breaks into the warehouse and it tells you you want get the fuck out of there like leave or stay and i said i'm gonna stay because i didn't hurt this guy I'm going to talk to Jim Gordon and tell him what's going on. I do. That part ends. You're back at the Batcave. And Alfred is chewing your ass out for beating the shit out of the guy. And putting him, like, going too far. Alfred's like, you went too far. You're taking this too far. You hurt this guy. And I didn't do it. And I thought, you're giving me options, which I love in games. In these games, I love your your options give you consequences but in this case it meant nothing it meant nothing they wanted you or they assumed you to beat the shit out of the guy then don't give me an option and make me feel like i'm having a choice when i don't that completely alfred chewing me out a part of me was just like i are you fucking senile old man i didn't do shit to that guy because Gordon would have been pissed. Because that's the thing. When I saw Gordon, I'm like, oh, that's why it's the option to leave. Because if you beat the shit out of the guy, Gordon's going to be pissed. Mm-hmm. But since I didn't do anything, I just intimidated him. Gordon didn't get mad at me. He's just talking to me. And then when you're back at the back cave and Alfred's talking to you, he's just chewing you out. And I was like, you know what? I'm done. Don't tell me that you're giving me options and my choices have consequences. And then you're just choosing what happens in the storyline. I was digging it. I really had... I was I really had kind of like you know what I don't like their games anymore but because I like Batman and I've heard some good things about it and I heard good things coming from Bethel I'm like you know what I want to check it out and yeah like I said they altered things but I'm cool with that because if you're going somewhere and making a good story I'm completely fine but because of that I'm done like it's it lost me and that sucks because I you know like it was going somewhere that was probably going to be really cool, you know, and I liked what they were doing, but I think that's just enough. I, I think I might have broken his arm. Yeah. I was playing it more like Frank Miller and being, being yeah, able yeah. to be the yeah, shit out of And that's the thing. I'm not saying that that wasn't Batman because there are versions of Batman. The Frank Miller Batman, like, sometimes goes too far because he's, he's pushing that line where Batman will go all the way and confront something all the way up until killing somebody. He'll, he'll, he'll go to that line. He might tiptoe forward but he'll never kill somebody yeah the affleck batman is also pretty vicious too <laughs> he is he no, kills no, yeah, people. yeah he does he does kill people he's killer <laughs> um but yeah i just batflick you know luckily it was like free and shit but like yeah did you get farther than that yeah i, I got to the third episode and the third episode kind of got boring and i just stopped i feel like telltale games in general man i just uh, i i got no issue with them but after the first couple, like the Walking Dead first first two seasons, and then playing some of um, of uh, Fab- the Fables, the um, the Wolf Among Us, I mean they were cool and everything like that. But then it just felt like every other everything else was it, they have a formula and they stick to it. Yeah. And even if the stories are are fun and they're good, I mean, I, I after a while I'm just like, yeah, it's just, but it's more of the same. You're, you yeah. you get the same experience Kinda, yeah. almost every time, and there's only so much you can do with that. Um, without reinventing it. And I feel like, you know, when you bring up Life is Strange, that was a very cool, different way of doing a story like that where, where Telltale just kind of sticks to what they do, which works for some people, and that's fine. But 
I think for me, you know, it, it, it for me kind of just feels like more, more of the same shit. Mm. Um, well written shit for in a lot of the cases, but it's still more of the same. Um, the Batman one, I downloaded it. I might try it out. But I mean, I had the Game of Thrones one that some people were telling me is pretty good too, and I, I still haven't even played that one. Yeah. It was free too, and I'm just uh-huh. like, eh, I don't know. And like there are some times when you were playing as uh, Bruce Wayne, and then they have, it gives you certain choices to do. It's like I wouldn't pick that one because I don't think Bruce Wayne would do that. Yeah. And then you pick the other one. Yeah. That's how I feel like. But I don't know the, the just some of the options on there too like, were kind of weird. There was an option where Carmine Falcone's at Bruce's house because he's he's doing a thing for Harvey Dent yeah. to get elected. And uh, he's just like, hey, why is he here? And, and Harvey goes like, I invited him. And then uh, Falcone comes up to you and he's just like, oh, hey, I'm going to buy this place. You know, he's just talking about like your mansion isn't not that impressive, but I could fucking buy it and I'll probably buy it for something. And then he goes like, Carmine Falcone and sticks his hand out. And it tells you, which I, I understand why it tells you because it was the beginning of the game, but I would have liked it if it didn't. It says like, if you know, people are seeing you with Carmine Falcone, your actions you know will result in something whatever you choose bullshit because alfred still gave me shit but um (laughs) i didn't shake carmine falcone's hand i was just like i ignored it and he and it's like carmine will remember that i'm like will he because i don't believe you not anymore but like that was like yeah i wouldn't if i was bruce i wouldn't shake his hand he's like later on the game he's like ah bruce wayne the man with the with a very uh, strong grip, because he shook his hand. Want to? You still did. <laughs> when you shook my hand, I was mad. <laughs> um, I also ended up playing for the Nintendo Switch. I downloaded it. Well, it was a download voucher. Resident Evil Two Revelations or Resident Evil Revelations Two. Um, this one was really cool because it kept the episodic uh, nature of the original. Um, Revelations game where it would like cut it up into episodes but when it originally released they they treated it like kind of like how Life is Strange came mm-hmm. out like, it was like five oh, or it was six episode. episodes yeah yeah coming out like once a month or whenever they got it done or something um, I always wanted to just wait until the game was complete and finally get it mm-hmm. never got it when it was on PS4 or when it came out for any of the other consoles but it came out on Switch because they did the collection with Revelations 1 and Revelations 2 um, so I started um, playing Re- uh, Revelations 2 because, you know, I just got off from uh, you were in on last episode, but I got Resident Evil 2 for the Nintendo 64. Mm-hmm. Joe, I got so invested, I beat the four different scenarios. <laughs> Leon, Leon level A or uh, storyline A, Claire storyline B, Claire storyline A, and Leon storyline B. Like within a week or something or two weeks, I just got into it, dude. Like tank controls, all that shit. Like I just got into Resident Evil, you know. And I always wanted to play the '64 version of Resident Evil 2. So Resident Evil 2 was my favorite. Was it better or what was special? About it felt the same uh, graphically. Faster load time. I mean, uh, like, oh load yeah, load times. Dude, it's crazy. You know how like instant. You know how like you would uh, you play Resident Evil? Yeah. When you uh, load a game and it's like click 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 mm-hmm. click click because the typewriter. And then, of course, on PlayStation, it's loading, so it goes, you're entering the world of horror. You know what would do that? Yeah. It's like, no, once you hit enter, boom, you're at where you're at. None of the text shows up. You're just, you're there, you know? Do you get all the CGI from the... Um... Yes, it's very compressed. Very okay. compressed. How does it look? So not it bad. Okay. It's not bad, but I replayed the P- my PS1 version of Resident Evil 2, and I was like, oh, yeah. This is way better. Audio 2? But like, not the same? With what they did, yeah, audio 2. 
Um, but with what they did on the 64 version is very impressive. Cool. Uh, models are crisper, but backgrounds, you know how it was like pre-rendered backgrounds, yeah. were fuzzier. Okay. Not, But over time, you didn't notice. You know, yeah. as, as a whole, it, it was good. It wasn't yeah. It wasn't bad. You know, I don't think besides the, compre- the compressed uh, FMVs, totally solid. Mm-hmm. It was good. Uh, you know, if it wasn't, I wouldn't have beaten all four different scenarios. Yeah. But uh, I had a fun time with that. Revelations 2 finally got around to it. Episodic nature. It starts off with Claire and uh, Barry Burton's daughter, Moira. They're part of a... God, what was it called? Part of this group. They get captured and get stuck on an island. And they have these bracelets that they communicate with this lady. They're in this island and they're trying to figure out how to get out of it. It's a huge improvement over Revelations for the 3DS. When I played Revelations 1 on the Switch... I used the Joy-Cons to kind of point. It had the point feature with using the Joy-Cons, just like moving your hand up and down so it was like easy aim and shooting. In Revelations 2, the enemies are more wild and move around faster, so using the Joy-Cons was too crazy because mm-hmm. they're moving faster. And I think why it worked for Revelations 1 was because they didn't make those enemies as crazy because you were playing on a handheld. Yeah. So I I nixed using Joy-Cons. Like the Joy-Con stuff was good, but I couldn't do it in Revelations 2. Going through the game so far, I'm having a lot of fun. It's really fun that episodic nature to it. And then when you're playing through it, then you the next episode, it's still episode 1 is cut into two parts. So you'll play as Claire and Moira, uh, Moira and then you'll play as Barry and this little girl. Um, when you play as Claire, Claire's the only one who uses weapons because Moira is against weapons. Mm-hmm. But as Moira, you can switch to her. She has a flashlight and she could find extra things using her flashlight and she'll point stuff out and you can get extra items. So, and you can play that co-op. So I think that's something cool for, you know, if you have a significant other, a friend or, or anybody who doesn't really like the action part of those games or where you're shooting, but they want to help. It's cool to have like that second part where you can help. But if you're playing single player, you're just switching between the two. I am bad with collect-a-thon things. I am constantly Moira because I need to check every corner of the room to see if there's anything extra. Mm. It's cool though because having her as someone who doesn't attack, she could still help out in different ways. Um, She doesn't use guns, but she'll use like Molotov cocktails or stuff that you make and she'll throw, you know? Um, she's the one though being someone who's not as has ways to defend herself if she gets hit she's not gonna die and you have to restart Claire's the only one so far that I've noticed that she could physically keep getting hurt and in this Resident Evil what they do different is Claire can keep bleeding if she's hurt too bad mm-hmm. so far um, digging that aspect of it but when you're Barry and you meet the little girl um, her name is Natalia, she's a little girl. She doesn't carry guns, but she could use things like she could find bricks and smash zombies' heads or monsters' heads. She can't completely take them out, but she can do certain things. But she has a vision where she could see danger from certain areas, like has pretty far. Like she'll be like, you can point like, oh, someone's over there or someone's behind there, and she could point out weaknesses in some of the enemies so you can take them out quicker. But so far with like how, where the story's going and, and how things are being done, it's kind of cool where you do kind of get attached to the second characters. Mm-hmm. Like Moira and Natalia, you're just kind of like, oh, she's a cute little girl and like she's just kind of lost. 
But things that the the things that they're doing is like they're stuck on an island trying to figure out why this lady's communicating with her through these bracelets, and then later on, you find out if you get too scared and you have those bracelets, ugh, the people on the island, if they get too scared, including yourself, you can it, it'll you you were infected by a virus. If you get too scared, you mutate and you become a monster. Hmm. Now, it doesn't affect. You as the main character, there's not like a bar like, oh, you're too scared. It's more the other people around you. Uh, But those moments are pretty... It's like that idea is cool, but there's not really a gameplay effect to it as much, you know? So far, so good. Playing it on portable plays really fine, and playing it on TV is really good. Um, But as I'm playing through it, I'm kind of hoping that Capcom or somebody releases a patch pretty soon because the game runs not that well. Not game-breaking, but... The load times are way too long. They did things to kind of cut, like I was watching Digital Foundry's diagnostics on like comparing it to other console versions and to kind of keep like the frame rate at, at a decent level, they took out shadows. So even though like I have a flashlight, if like Claire gets in front of me or anything, there's no shadow. You know, they're cutting that yeah. to, to wear and tear. But this game does need some sort of patch because. I caught like one or two glitches, not game breaking glitches, but it's, you can feel the roughness, you know, it's just like, you might want to fix certain things. Uh, but so far I'm digging it and being a fan of Resident Evil and knowing the story, and I don't want to ruin it for anybody who else is Resident Evil fans, there's twists to things that are, you're just like, oh, what the fuck? That's crazy. You know, it's, if you knew, if you're someone who's never played Resident Evil, you're like, I don't care. Like, what's this? But me being like, oh, I think I've played all the main Resident Evil games. I could be wrong. Um, it's just kind of cool. Like, what? I don't know. I just, I don't want to ruin it. But I'm digging it. I like it. Yeah, just hope they have a patch because it is pretty. The low tens are way too long. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then you can do certain things where there's a uh, Moira can unlock boxes, but you have to feel the vibration in a Joy-Con. One time I couldn't feel vibration and I thought, oh, I have it off. It was on. I'm like, fuck, man, I can't get what's in this box. I'm like, why isn't it vibrating? So all I did was like Myra can use, oh, she can get a crowbar. So she'll hit people with crowbars uh, or zombies. I just hit the thing right next to me and then the vibration kicked in. And oh, okay, now I could do it. But for a second, I was like, oh, fuck. Like if I can't. If this is like a bad glitch where it's, I'm stuck, yeah. I won't be able to get a ton of items because I can't tell. Because it's kind of like pick locking in, in Skyrim, but not as advanced. Mm-hmm. It's just more like, is it here? Vibrate, vibrate, vibrate. And if it gets closer to where it ends and you don't feel vibration, oh, it's not there. Stop. Move it. Okay, vibrate, 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 vibrate. Okay, I unlocked it. Sometimes it's like two locks or three locks. But yeah. All right, that's going to be it. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back, so see you in a bit. Welcome back, and for this week, um, I'm not going to be doing any news, but we're going to be doing something else. 
amazing member, Beto Esparza, found something very special for all of us. What is that, Beto? I found the Super Mario cereal. You <laughs> forget the name of it already. I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna call. I forgot. I forgot what it was called. I got Nintendo cereal. I was gonna, I got the Nintendos. Why don't they re-release those? <laughs> The original ones? Nintendo. It was it was two separate cereals, right? Yeah. There was a Nintendo, there's the Mario, Mario one and the Legend and Zelda. of Zelda. Yep. I remember those. They Nintendo. Need re- they need to re-fucking release that shit. And, but I only want the cereal from back in the 80s. Like, don't make it new. It has it's to be good. a 30-year-old. It has to be, yeah, it has it's to be still a good. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I like uh, that shit. But yeah, I, I got... Um, I found them. Uh... Last week, Jesse, we were going a bunch to a bunch of different targets. Yeah, the day, the day we we um, recorded with Sean and uh, Brenda, we went to a ton of targets to see if we could find it, and WalMarts. Yeah, nothing. And no then luck. I ended up just going to a, a Walmart, the market stores, the mm-hmm. the grocery stores, and I found I found them really easy, so it was cool. I got I got some for us, and we're gonna uh, taste it. In, in what we want to call, what we'd like to call. Three PC real review. It's me, Mario. Jesse wants cereal. He wants cereal. I am on my way to pour cereal. All right, so Joe has served a cereal in coffee cups because that's the only way to eat cereal. Um, right now, it smells cereally, Beto, Whoa. like a. Yeah. It's, it's got. got one-up mushrooms, uh, the regular big mushrooms. Stars. And the stars are the actual cereal flakes. And it has... Oh, it does have stars. What the fuck is this? Wait, why'd you eat? Why'd you start eating? We have to eat at the same time, Joe. No, we gotta... You, you fucking, fucking ruined bitch. It. You stupid... <laughs> I fucking served it, so shut the hell up. All right, let's go. Let's go. And now I just yeah, fucked this, it up. Cereal, actually does, <laughs> cereal actually does smell very good. Mmm. It's got a cereal. Opa! Ah! Right? You're making me do this. <laughs> I mean... It's cereal. Hi, I'm Daisy. That. I got Yoshi uh, marshmallows in here. Yoshi. Alright, here's the thing. With this cereal. I've had a few friends that have gotten this already. And they've gone... Well, it tastes like Lucky Charms. And I love you guys. What the fuck do you think it was going to taste like? I mean, I don't know. If yeah, I, that, I, I don't know. I really don't like this. <laughs> it's not that good. I'll eat it still, but it's not very good. It's bland. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, you're talking about, I have like, I eat like kind of bunches of oats. Or I'll have like, um, there's that new, fr- like, the, you know, like the, the, the wheat ones, like that wheat cereal. This is one like with peanut butter, or you can get it as a... It's like frosted wheats, you know, the frosted, like not frosted mini wheats, but the full size ones. You know what I'm talking about, right? The marshmallow is the only thing that gives the flavor. Yeah. The starch or the cereal part, they should give them that flavor. I mean, yeah, it's cereal, but I'm still kind of disappointed that it's not that good. I don't taste Mushroom Kingdom in this. This tastes more like Bowser's dick. I don't taste the blood of Mario in this. I want some more. I'll take some more, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I, I want more, too. I won't be happy, but... For what it is, like... 
It's whatever. I mean, just cereal. I wasn't expecting. But what did we? What did people expect? I there were people who are like, oh, it's just fucking Lucky Charms. Or like I honestly, all I cared was that they were making a fucking Nintendo I think, cereal. Yeah, that's the only thing that was cool. You about know. Hey, whoa! Don't throw away that box. That's an amiibo, homie. That's an amiibo, what, what dog. Kind of amiibo, what kind of amiibo? Is it just a cereal box? You could just fucking. Oh no! It's probably not that cool. I think you get like extra coins in life. It gives you life. In life. What? You know what? They, you know what? You know, it's a missed opportunity. The the this amiibo. It should have been Mario just wearing the box itself as a costume. <laughs> I eat the cereal part without milk. I think I like it a little bit more that way. Yeah. With not a ton of milk. Like, dip it in the milk, but get rid of the milk, taste it. I think I like it better that way. I think the milk takes away a lot of the flavor. Well, I got all those, the bottom parts, it's all the sugar, so it's better. Because it's more sugar. <laughs> I feel like the original Nintendo cereal was better. Yeah. Had more sugar. Mm-hmm. What if Zelda cereal is next? When you open the box, it's got to make that noise, that song that it makes when you're making baby, food. Baby. Oh. No, when you're making the food. Yeah. <laughs> but will the Zelda cereal be the same thing like this? Marshmallows and yes. the... Yes. What, what Nintendo... You're buying ser- it for the Amiibo. It was really... They know that. What Give Nintendo them. series do you think they can make a chocolate cereal? Luigi's Mansion. What would you give your guys' a score? Super Mario cereal. Out of 10. Out of 10? Yeah. I give it a 5. Well, it's not horrible. Yeah. It's average. Give it 5. You know what? I tasted the end of it and it was pretty sweet and it tasted a little bit better. I'll give it 6 mushroom tips out of 10. <laughs> I'll give it seven out of ten. <laughs> That's kind of high. So what's the exchange rate? I mean, you're giving it mushroom tips. You're giving it wahas. I'm just giving it a straight five. How does that correlate to like the overall scale? I don't know. Just know that it's six. Bad worse. Back around November, December, some stuff leaked an email from EA talking about Nintendo Direct in January. So from then until this week, everyone was flipping out when is Nintendo going to do their Nintendo Direct for January. Every day, people were like, when, when are they going to announce it? When are they going to announce it? You know, we had we had our speculations. We, we assumed maybe it was going to be certain times, certain things. <clears throat> and then this week came and no announcement nintendo usually announces their nintendo directs two days before it comes out two or three days they go hey we're gonna have direct on this day but nothing you know everyone was saying there were leaks uh january 11th is the nintendo direct and you know january 10th came and went and we just assumed maybe it's gonna be some other time in january then out of nowhere I wake up in the morning and Nintendo did a Nintendo Direct Mini, which they didn't announce anything. They just did it. It was a quick, I think it was like 15 minute Nintendo Direct. Now, Bethel, I know you saw it. Did you watch it, Joe? 
Um, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I did. I I know what came out, and I saw a couple of uh, a couple of things on what was up. Mm-hmm. Well, we're just gonna go through them real quick and talk about the stuff they showed. Not in any you know any particular order. FromSoft announced Dark Souls Remastered coming to the Nintendo Switch on May twenty fifth. So as you know, at, you know, at 30 frames per second at 1080p. If you don't know, Dark Souls is a what do they call it? It's it's a pretty hard like Dark Souls of Dark it's Souls. It's basically <laughs> yeah, it's a Souls a, a Souls like or a Souls game. That's basically how you how you describe it. I think I'll take the lead on this one. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I've played Dark Souls. I've played Demon Souls. I played uh, a little bit of most of the series, Bloodborne. I from what I played of. The original Dark Souls, I liked it. Yeah. It's really fucking hard, but I, I, I was digging it. Um, I actually dug it more than the second one. I remember I played the second one, and I, I, I don't know, I wasn't really feeling it. <clears throat> um, but I'm kind of excited for this. Uh, I, you, you said it's going to be 1080p, 30 frames per second. I, is it going to be? I know it's releasing on on uh, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Also, 30 frames? Or are they aiming for 60? I don't know. I think they I'm might interested be to see what they're doing next. It's kind of cool to see Nintendo getting a game like that. Yeah, you would yeah. never expect them to get that, you know, anything from even that remaster. A third-party game, and, and to talk about it is like a hardcore third-party yeah. game. You know, because there's specific fans for this. I that's mean, that's the first time you're actually going to get it in a portable form too. That's oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even think about it that way too. Yeah. So, um, good for them. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I'm interested in replaying that. And playing that again and trying to get further than I ever got. It's never been about beating the Souls games for me. It's always just trying to get a little bit further than I got last time. Because, I mean, I don't I don't even think I got it in me to beat one of those games. But I like playing them. Yeah, I mean, it's cool. Like, I, I believe. It's, yeah, like you said, it's really cool to see a, a third-party game on there, like, actually supporting it. So I'm just kind of, you're, like, hopeful about, like, other, other third-party companies, like, making games for them. So hopefully it does well so you can fucking... Other companies start making making games for them. Yeah. Nintendo also announced Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. This is a Wii U port of the Hyrule Warriors Zelda game that came out a few years ago. This is going to have all the maps, all the missions, all the DLC that was from the Wii U and 3DS version. It's going to launch this spring in 2018 but also have outfits inspired by Breath of the Wild. So you'll have Link's costume from Breath of the Wild and Zelda's costume. To me, this, I loved Hyrule Warriors. You know, I got all the DLC for the Wii U version, and in this one, having all the DLC and having everything, I am 100% like into replaying this. Like, I had such a fun time. And this was a type of game, like Hyrule Warriors, I got so locked into it. Like, it's those type of games where you could play for three hours and be like, oh, I played for 30 minutes. And then you realize you played for three hours and you're like, holy shit. But with all the DLC and all the content, there's so much content they offered in this game. When it was bare bones and by itself, I'm pretty sure I had up to 40 to 50 hours played without DLC. Now that I'm going to play through it along with the DLC, I'm probably going to add in more, you know, hours and stuff. So they're also going to have split screen, two player mode, so you can play with another person on the same screen or on the actual tablet part of the Switch. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. It's a game that I want to see on the Switch. A cool, a good port coming over to, from the Wii U to the Switch. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's again we we had talked about how the Wii U, um, a lot of Wii U games. <clears throat> there's probably now a, a larger group of people that haven't, you know, that have a Switch that's never played some of these games, and you know, you're seeing Nintendo, you know, smartly re-releasing those games and putting them out for um for the Switch. Oh so, yeah, good for them. Nintendo also announced Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which is going to be coming out on May 4th. This is a new version which will include the full game, but also add in Funky Kong as a playable character. So Funky Kong with his surfboard kind of could do like a a crazy kind of gliding thing, but also not hit, like with his board, not get impaled by the spikes so he can go over spikes. Uh, but it's going to have all that local co-op and all the stuff from Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Uh, I really like that game. Uh, I, I'm, for me personally, it's doubtful. I, I'm doubtful I would buy it again. Mm-hmm. But again, it was a great game on the Wii U that probably not you know as many people as Nintendo probably wanted uh, got a chance to play, and now people are we're gonna get, they're gonna you know get another opportunity to play it. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. That was a game I got free for being a Nintendo Club member. And I played a little bit of it, but I never continued playing it. I got really far. I know yeah, I got, got really, far. really I think I don't yeah. think I beat it. I might have beaten it, but it was fucking hard. Yeah. It's it's cool that they're mm-hmm. coming out with it. That's like another good port that they're like bringing over to the Switch. That series is not easy either. Like, no, no. Like compared to like a Mar- like a, a Mario, like how it's more about exploring or doing different things. No, no, no. Uh, the Donkey Kong Country games, especially that Wii U one, it's, it's not fucking easy at mm-hmm. all. Tropical Freeze sounds like a, a Gatorade flavor. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I don't know. When's, the, when's that out? I didn't, even, I didn't see any of these dates. Uh, May 4th. May 4th. Oh, yeah, that's right, because Star Wars Day. <laughs> yeah, you said that, too. We were watching it. <laughs> Pip was like, may the 4th be with you. And, and Jesse like, got really mad at me. He, like, slapped me. I told him to get the fuck out. <laughs> um, he changed. That's why he changed his mind about Lemon Bar the VR. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, like, you can come over now. <laughs> Do you want to borrow it? Like no, not yet. No, no, no. I, no, I was actually thinking I, okay. I want to borrow it soon, but not not anytime. In the but, next couple of days. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't have a Wii U, so I mean, if Joe says the game is good, like I was like, I, for some reason I, I thought I heard it wasn't very good, but yeah, I was. That's just that's good. Heard, yeah, yeah. I'll try it out. Maybe once. It, if it, uh, I was gonna say if it drops price, but fucking Nintendo games never drop price. But I'll probably get I it. I think you might be lucky with Donkey Kong. I think. Yeah. In February, a free new update for Super Mario Odyssey will be adding a new minigame, Luigi's Balloon World, which includes two modes. The first mode is called Hide It, which gives players 30 seconds to hide balloons throughout the world. The second mode is Find It, where players will attempt to find balloons hidden by other players. Nintendo will also add three new outfits to the game, Sunshine Shades, a Musician Hat, and Night Armor. Did you see this in action at all, Joe? Uh, I saw. I, I caught a glimpse of the balloon mode. That was about it. Look, it's a free update, mm-hmm. you know. But I was just kind of like underwhelmed. <sighs> when it, when they said Luigi's Balloon World, the first thing I thought was, "Holy shit, they're gonna have levels that are all only playable as Luigi, and then if you beat those." Or unlock all those stars. You can play as Luigi through Odyssey. And it's just hiding a balloon. 
And then they say, you're going to two modes. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's fucking... The same mode. Hide. Yeah, it's like, uh, find the balloon and then hide the balloon. Hide the balloon. It's not really two modes. It's just two... It's, it's, it's a, a game. Mode. It's a new mode. <laughs> it's... I mean, I think what would be... what's Okay, it's a free update, and I don't want to be negative about it. What would be cool is if I could... I'm pretty sure, and I hope they have this, you can just go to your friends list, and if your friends hid balloons, I'd play those. Mm-hmm. Random people... I wouldn't care. I could see fun of, oh, shit, where did Bethel hide this? You know? I want to see if I could find it. Or, you know, this person, you know, where did they hide this out of my friends list? That would be cool. But then that would probably be it. I could probably go through my whole friends list, finish it, and I'm done. Unless people keep hiding stuff, which I don't know if they will. Cool idea, but probably a one-time play for me. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking it's just going to be the game that you play for a little bit and that's it. And you forget about it. Just to try it. Mm-hmm. The newest playable character in Mario Plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle is Donkey Kong. DK will be included in a new story set in a new world and will be exclusive to that new content. DK's content comes included as part of the season pass for anyone who owns it. Or will be able to be purchased separately. Um, Did you see, did you see that trailer, Drew? It did. Do, you know, Donkey Kong has this distinct look. Mm-hmm. And it was Donkey Kong. I felt it was a little off. Again, it was a CG little trailer. Mm-hmm. The game will probably look different, but it felt like they gave Donkey Kong a neck, but you couldn't see it. Does that make any sense? Uh, like it looks, you know, Donkey Kong's a little bit more like hunched down, you know. And there was something about his character model. Again, it's Donkey Kong, but I felt like they just gave him a neck. You can't see it, and it looks a little off to me. I was like, I was just like. <laughs> it looks a little weird. Not like yeah, wrong. It just I was just like, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's cool. Um, you know, adding you know, Nintendo's doing something they started doing on Wii U, and they're doing for uh, more on Switch, and they've talked about doing this more on Switch is DLC, and and making the game, you know, giving more content to the game, making the game longer. So it's kind of interesting on seeing how Nintendo's starting to do that, you know, little by little. Yeah. Pokin Tournament DX has a new battle pack, which essentially serves as the game's season pass. The battle pack will be available to purchase on the eShop and will bring new content as part of two waves in the weeks ahead. Wave 1 will launch on January 31st and include Augie Slash as a battle Pokemon, as well as Rayquaza and Mimikyu. Rayquaza as- Chef? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the, a lot of these new Pokemon. Um, on March 23rd, Wave 2 includes Blastoise which I fucking know, as a battle Pokemon, and Mew and Celebi as support Pokemon. She don't fuck. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's... Uh, what, what was it? The uh, Augie Sla- Augie Slash? Mm-hmm. The sword Pokemon? All I thought was, why isn't Halucha in this? That's what I said, the first thing. like, Why isn't he a fightable char- or playable character? It's, he's perfect for that game, too. Unless he's already in it, and I don't know. <laughs> uh, but I'm like, where is he? Where is he? He's so cool. Uh, it's weird, you know? I don't know. It's cool that they're adding more content, especially yeah. the Pokemon DX. See, that's a game I want, but I don't want it at full price. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the only, that's so far the one-ish Wii U port to Switch where I'm like, I'll wait till you drop. That's how I am too. You know, but I like Mario played it, but yeah. I still was like, I don't want to do sixty yeah, for that one. Yeah, fuck that. Not that it doesn't deserve it, because I 
I really dug. It was like my favorite fighting game more than Street Fighter V. Remember, I kept saying it was way. I spent more time with Pokemon Tournament than I did with Street Fighter V. It's good. Um, I had I had a blast, but it's just more Blastoise. Blastoise. I had a Blastoise, but um, yeah. I, I just wait till it drops. If it ever drops, here's hoping, kid. <laughs> but used. <laughs> Kirby Stars Allies. Nintendo announced Kirby Stars Allies will come to Nintendo Switch on March 16th. New footage showed off friend abilities, which allow you to merge two copy abilities to create a new effect. Using water and ice together, for example, creates an icicle lens. The Direct also showed off new copy abilities for Kirby, including Artist and Spider, and a four-player co-op ability called the Friend Train, which allows all players to team up. Beto, you had a very unique reaction to this game. Uh, I mean, I just said fuck this game. That's unique. <laughs> uh, it, no, it, just, it, it was more unique because I think in the past, I mean, not games, but mostly you're like, Kirby's fucking adorable. He is. And for you to kind of be like, fuck this game. Yeah, no, because uh, for me, like like the four-player co-op thing, I think is bullshit because I really don't, I, don't, I don't have no interest in playing. I mean, I want to play with you guys, but I really don't want to want to play with AIs, any, fuck, any, any sort of shit like mm-hmm. that. And then it makes me feel like, oh, I have to play this with friends. I don't want to play it with fucking computers because it just makes it boring. Mm-hmm. That's why I didn't buy, I didn't get Triforce Heroes because I know we wouldn't, we, we wouldn't have all got together and played. But it just stuff like that just does not interest me. Like I love, like I don't even play a lot of Kirby games, but I think it's ador- He's adorable. And he's a good character, but this game just does not interest me because of the co-op. So fuck this game. I really enjoyed the last two Kirby games that were for 3DS. For me, they were worth every penny. Kirby Planet Robobot had a really good time. This one, though, I, I don't disagree with you, Bethel. But the reason why I don't want to get this right away is because I do want to play the four-player co-op. But I want to play the co-op with my cousins Amber and Janice. Like, mm. it's weird. Like, when I saw that, I'm like, I want to play this with them and only them. I don't want to play with anyone else. Like, th- th- that part of it interest me only to play with them because i feel like i'd have a better time playing you know that kirby game with them it gives you for me like the kirby games that came out like gave you enough content to justify the price but right now like with how it is and the extra things it's offering you it's not something that's going to be worth it for me until i can meet those circumstances does that make sense you know but yeah i mean i like kirby games they're fun but you know, I, I did feel that way too. You know, mm-hmm. now I'm just gonna go through these games real quick. Stop me if you want to talk about any of these guys. Uh, Yeast Eight, Lacrimosa of Donna, which launched on the PlayStation Four and Vita last year, and is the first entry in the series in nearly a decade. It follows main character Otto. Lost on a desert island and recruiting other shipwrecked passengers to fight and survive. It's an action RPG hack and slash type of game. They also announced Faye, an EA game. Faye is an adorable game starring a fox that was revealed back at E3 2016 from Swedish developer Zoink Games as part of EA's original lineup. Features exploration through a forest where Faye, the fox you play as, has to interact with other animals to learn new abilities that allow it to explore. They also announced Celeste. Towerfall Ascension developer Matt Makes Games announces that its upcoming platform, Celeste, will be released on Nintendo Switch on January 25th. 
It's a pixelated platform that feels a bit like a mix between Tirefall and Super Meat Boy. It's a challenging single player game full of secrets and collectibles to find as you make your way up Celeste Mountain. Go that one looks like interesting because I mean I I love Towerfall. It's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's uh some Jesse, me, Cody, and uh, Eric played a, a yeah. ton of it. It was just a lot of fun. Now I just want to see what like what this is gonna be like being more of a platform game. Yeah, yeah. Um, which which remind like if Celeste is really good, I wouldn't be surprised if they ported Towerfall to Switch. That'd be and I think great. that would be perfect. Yeah, like being a portable and you can take it anywhere type of game. Like it was fun. And yeah. if if you have if everyone like us, we have Switch and each of us have Towerfall and we have our own screen, mm -hmm. that'd be perfect. You know, we didn't have to look at a small one. We yeah. can have our own individual small ones and no one has to really crowd around it. Did you ever play that? Yeah. Fucking intense, huh? <laughs> oh, we played it here before, no? Yeah, 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 yeah. That game was yeah. so fun, dude. This one, after 10 years after the original release, The World Ends With You Final Remix is coming to the Nintendo Switch. The World Ends With You Final Remix will include a full original game as well as a new scenario on Switch. It can be played using either the Joy-Con controls or the touchscreen. Um, World, End, World Ends With You came out for the DS. And I remember it was, it was kind of like a cult hit. Mm -hmm. um, I tried so many times to get into that game. I couldn't. No. Like, it, just, it didn't click with me. Then they did a, a, a port to the iPhone. Either, either the iPhone was just like, hey, you downloaded it, but you have to buy this to play it or something. Like, I, I think it was that. Um, or I know, I think the iPhone one, I just, I don't think I bought it. It was free. I don't know. But I think I, even that, I was just like, whatever. And I think this is just the port of the iPhone version or phone version. I might give it another shot, depending on how the reviews are, but I just couldn't get into it the first time. Mm -hmm. But everyone was excited, and it's cool that this game is exciting people and, and you know, you, for being such a cult game and coming to a platform that has a, a pretty big audience, that's neat. I think it's pretty cool. I never, what do you call it? I never played the game. It does seem interesting, but then like I was already looking at the placeholder thing, and it was like it's because it's a Square Enix game, and it was like fifty nine ninety nine. I'm like, ugh, really? No, yeah, I saw it's sixty, 60 bucks. fucking bucks, dude. I'm that's like, crazy. That's... No, no, you're right. Actually, I took completely and forgot. That, and it, it doesn't surprise me because that's Square Enix. Yeah, like the world ends with you. On iOS, when that shit first came out, it was like 20 bucks. They wanted like 10 or 20. I think it was more, wasn't it? 30? It was, I, I don't know, it but more. it was like 10 or 20 bucks. I, I, I remember watching it on sale. They overcharge their shit. Man. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, they do. And I was I was like, nope. I, I didn't, So I never even got it on the phone either. I was just, I've, so I, I, yeah, 60 bucks is going to be way too much. That's what they end up uh, releasing tonight. Yeah, I completely forgot that they had it for 60 bucks. For $60? Damn. But yeah, that was Nintendo's Nintendo Direct Mini. Um, a lot of people weren't happy with it. Uh, I'll be honest. When I saw it was called Nintendo Direct Mini, the first time I saw that that it, that Direct was called, I thought, oh, okay, so when's the big one coming out? Like I thought, like oh, maybe this is just a tease until the big dinner, which is going to be next week or something. I don't know why I thought that. Um, which I just realized, like, I think this is it. I think this is it for January. I think this was the direct. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Like, what what do you think? Like, Nintendo didn't announce anything. People found out about this, and everyone was freaking out. Like, days before, there were, like, memes online, people freaking out. Nintendo, just tell us. Even Nintendo was teasing with tweets of the Chibi Robo guy on fire, um, tweets of pictures of the the bird from Mario Odyssey saying, "Oh, I I know what you're looking for," 
Um, it's somewhere, blah, or whatever, it fucking squawks or whatever. Um, and they give us a Nintendo Direct Mini, which is a couple of games, and that's it. So, because of the leak from e- the EA email, and everyone just kind of ramping it up and getting super excited, the leaked video of a firmware update for the Switch that showed folders, matchmaking, web browser, you know, entertainment, like stuff like Twitch, Crunchyroll, Hulu, um, theme backgrounds, all that stuff that was a leak, supposedly. A lot of people were saying it was fake. I, you know, I kind of hope that's true, like it's real, as in the thing is real, but I think it's a fake because they had a Twitch app, and I know Nintendo's not big on streaming stuff, so that's where I thought it was a fake. But anyway, all this excitement and everything that was building up, up until they actually just released it. What do you guys think? Do you think it was Nintendo should have had something big? Or why do you think Nintendo just put it out there? Do you think they knew that even if they announced it, it wasn't going to be satisfy anybody? Like, what, what do you think... Who's right? Who's wrong? Should people be pissed? Should Nintendo have done more? No, I think it was the right kind of uh, presentation, it, calling it a mini, because most of the games that were being that were like on there are all you know remasters or re you know ports from older games. So the mini having it you know deemed a mini kind of made sense uh, to me. Uh, I just. I don't know. It just, it didn't really bother me much. Like to say like the, what they released in it. I mean, I know people want, and then like with the selection of games they pick, I know people want new, new shit. And they're like, oh, I want to see this and I want to see that. But I mean, you know, it's January. They showed you a pretty fair amount of stuff. And a lot of the games, if you're not a hardcore Nintendo fan, you didn't have a Wii U, a lot of these games just showed off. You probably never played. So, I mean, in, in that retrospect, I don't think it was too bad. I agree with Joe. The, uh, I feel like the fans, Nintendo fans, just kind of overhyped it, and they kind of feel like they they ended up just... Um, Hell yeah, they did. They ended up just kind of getting disappointed because it's such a small small direct. And it, and like you were saying, like this, it was mini. It made, makes sense being a mini, like, especially being like the remakes and the indie games and stuff. So I feel like it's it's also like the, the fans' fault for, for expecting so much of it. This is my theory, and this is just something I was thinking about. With the stuff they announced, the ports, the games that are coming out, these these games, and they you know they gave dates or either said spring. It's enough for six months. They're gonna have their a game a month. Do you think Nintendo just kind of? This is my guess, man. This is what I what I guess is gonna ha- what I think is gonna happen. Nintendo noticed how they you know when they announced the Switch. They had that huge Switch announcement. They launched it in March. Everyone was stoked. You know, E3 happened. They had, if I remember, their E3 press conference was like, okay, people were kind of underwhelmed, but they were still kind of like, okay, they announced a lot of cool stuff. We got a date for, I don't think they had a date for Mario, but like, oh, Mario Odyssey's coming out. They say this year. Xenoblade say, they say this year, but it's not going to happen. Do you think Nintendo kind of just looked at their calendar for the year and said, okay, we can let people know what we're doing Throughout the whole year, we can tell them about the online. We can tell them what we're gonna have. We can tell. We can talk about virtual console. We can talk about all this stuff, or we save it for E3 and just come out with all this shit. Just announce the games we're gonna have up until E3 for the next six months. 
So they have their games, and at E3, we just fucking unload. Do you think that's what they're going to do? Like, I just think that's smarter than them coming out with a big direct, and then they don't have that much for E3, because that's where you want all the news. You want Wall Street Journal. You want all the, the video game websites. You want fucking... Because the Switch is so big, you want all these non-game websites, news places, to say, Nintendo announced this, Nintendo had the biggest E3, Nintendo announced their virtual console, they're online, oh, they're, their online is a new Netflix, all the games are on, let's just say, you know, all their games are on there, you just have to pay this much for a year and it's all there, you play what you want. Whoa, that's, that is not saying that wouldn't, wouldn't have been big news in January, but it's bigger news when E3 happens because everyone's focusing on what's happening at E3. That's my guess. I think they just announce the next six months of games and then they're just going to come in and punch you in the dick with all this stuff. I don't know. That's what I think why there wasn't that much. I wasn't disappointed when they said Hyrule Warriors. I was like, I'm in. Sign me up. Do you think it's disappointing for them not to talk about the online or virtual console? Nah, I don't think so. I mean, it's, it's pretty obvious to me that I don't think it's obviously not ready. So there's no point in stirring up any any feelings either way towards it. So I think it was, I think, I think they knew what they were doing. Yeah. You guys think that video was real? Did you watch it right before? Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, it made sense that you're talking about the Twitch thing. Because so I, really I know they don't, know. don't like streaming, yeah. you know. Just, you know, the other thing, they had this mini direct and then today... They announced uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? Yeah, I did see that. Detective Pikachu is coming to Nintendo 3DS in the West on March 23rd, 2018. Pokemon Company announced the Western release date for the action-adventure game, as well as a special Detective Pikachu amiibo, which has special functionality within the game. The game stars a unique gumshoe Pikachu and his partner, Tim Goodman, as they search for clues and solve series of cases while investigating the disappearance of Tim's father, Harry. A vital part of the duo's Pikachu will be able to talk to other Pokemon to obtain clues that Tim wouldn't be able to find on his own. Um, the Detective Pikachu amiibo is bigger than most amiibos, and I just thought, did you have you seen the picture of it? And he's like all mad and pointing, and he has his fucking detective hat. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, fuck you, Nintendo. I want this. Yeah. I'm gonna get it. I love Pikachu. He's yeah. adorable. And dude, no joke. I was watching some gameplay on it. Um, when they're searching for clues, you're like, holy shit, is that blood? It's ketchup, ketchup stains. Of course. Yes. <laughs> Pikachu loves ketchup. Uh, and I was like, Bethel's buying this. Day one. Um, it's like Eleanor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that, yeah, that's cool. It's cool that they announced it, but then at the same time, it's like, why wasn't it on the direct? You know? Cool, just switch games. That's, oh, fuck, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why the fuck wasn't it on the direct? And you're like, it wasn't a switch game. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh. That's going to be it. For this week on Third Party Controller Podcast, if you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrollerpodcast at gmail.com or thirdpartycontrollerpodcast on Instagram. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrollerpodcast with a three. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Esparza. And the sexy and crucial and very important person... Unreplaceable Joe Ramirez. And we may not be as good as everyone else, but we kind of get the job done later.
we got this in, okay? So, all right, this is from Sexy Trino. Sexy. I have had a bad taco. Well, listen. Not trying. I made a lengua tongue taco. And not knowing, I threw some cheese in it. I wasn't aware that the cheese doesn't go good with tongue. Ergo, I've had a bad taco. He fucked up his own taco. Yeah, he sabotaged. But he no 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 no. I would he never. Didn't, he like, didn't mean to. No no. I love cheese. Know. I would have never thought of put, putting cheese in a yeah. taco because it does not seem appetizing. But Trino, he wasn't doing it to purposely make a bad taco. No, I know because you've talked about that. Like people don't purposely make a bad taco. But I know. I mean, so he's had a bad taco. He fucked up his taco. Wait, 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 it's wait. his fault. Okay, what if someone out there who makes lengua tacos, they like it with cheese, they just do, it is and they, yeah. they make it and and they and you order it, you're like, can I have two lengua tacos? We hunt them down, we you kill know, them. and then we eat it and we're like, why the fuck you put cheese in it? You ruined everything. It's a bad taco. But what if he makes some fucking good no, ass no, cheese? No, 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 okay. Now see, here's the thing. Now I think you guys are fucking with. We're me. not, dude. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Just, do you know? Do you know how to cook? What? Do you know how to cook? Uh, I guess. Have you ever made yourself any any tacos like from scratch? Yeah. Have you ever fucked up a taco? I feel like honestly, like I don't. I'm not a great cook, but I do know how to cook, and I've made myself tacos, and I I have an idea of what what goes with what, and I know that cheese is not good on lengua, but I, I don't know how to make lengua, but making a fucking meat and just put some salsa on that shit, I could. That's nothing. so if you messed up on something, like let's say. We watched... Oh, fuck. I put ketchup on my cereal. Shit. No, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> we watched that one episode with uh, Bert, and he was talking about making that, that dish, and he, instead of green chilies, he accidentally used uh, jalapenos? Uh, jalapenos. And he put too much? Yeah. No, no, no. But the, it didn't go. It was too much, but it didn't go with it at all, so it made it too, like, overspiced. He didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. It was a mistake. You know? Is that still a, whatever they were... What were they making? Nachos. There you go. Wait, what? no, it wasn't nachos. Lots, wasn't lobster nachos. And they were uh, Korean nachos. No, 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 yeah, but he was talking about another dish. Oh, shit, I forgot what it was. Okay, but, um, you know, so, but he didn't, he, you know, he, he just made a mistake, but he wasn't doing it on purpose. Well, because he said he was, he was supposed to use a certain chili, but he just ended up using jalapenos, and he ended up putting way too much in it. it was I think spicy. he was supposed to use that, but he accidentally got jalapenos, and he didn't know that he... he no, no, he, he's, he mixed up the two, he said. No, no, he said, like, I was supposed to get chilies, but I ended up getting jalapenos. I don't know if he did it by accident, but he did. He, he, it was an accident. Okay, so, but he said he ended up putting way too many still, though, mm-hmm. and it was too spicy, and it but was it, inedible. But it still wasn't good. Like, it wouldn't have been good with him, and even the guy who was the chef was just like, you, that's, you're fucked up. Like it or you? I don't know what he up. made. So I can't. I've had some spicy shit that was still good. Look at the the, the okay. The, now, uh, now here here's the thing. Like th- there you go. Like if you're saying stuff like that, like I've had this, it was still good. To someone else who can't handle too much spice, that's bad taco already. Dude, uh, just barbecue's hot barbecue sauce is spicy as fuck, but it's delicious. Yeah. But there, no, it is okay. No, yeah, but can that's me it? and you. There's someone who probably can handle a little bit of spice, but not way too much. Yeah, but it's, it doesn't make it bad. It's just it's too much for me. I can't have it because just it's the, too much. What if there's something in that that they don't like? A certain thing in the the barbecue sauce. Yeah, like it's preference. I'm not everybody's gonna like the same shit. Yeah, but because it's preference and nobody likes the same, it doesn't shit, make it bad. It's just like it's it not good for me. I don't like okay, it. Okay, then how does food in there? So food is never bad. Any type of food. It any type preference. of food. Okay, so now there's never a bad anything. No, there's there, bad. There's, there's a lot of things. There can there can be, but there can never be a it's, bad taco. 
It's hard to make a bad taco, Jesse. Tacos are too simple to fucking like, make. I'm not even saying. I would. That's what I was saying. Like, you can make a bad. See, taco. I wish you would have remembered what was in it because it was probably something in it that you just don't like. Because I know you don't right, like right. onions. Uh huh. And then just like maybe yeah, oh, there's but too even, many. I even yeah, stuff no, with no. onions and I don't care. I know, but I'm just saying like there's probably something that you didn't like in it. No, if it were dude, there's a point like there's stuff in onions. Like if I don't like the onions, I will take time to pick that shit out, mm. and then I'm fine. Like I could, you can fucking douse, you can fucking destroy something with fucking onions that I like the rawest motherfucking onions in the world. You can destroy that shit. I will take my time to fucking pick it out. Mm. Pick everyone out. I'll still eat it. I don't know. I did that with a. I think I don't know if it was left on the podcast, but I went to Panera the other day and they. they yeah, you did. I did, and the onions were just disgusting. They're like pickled onions. They're like pink and stuff. They weren't even good. Mm. And I just like, returned it because I it, it was that was not good. Just the, just the way they pickled the onions. It was just fucking. They had a weird texture to, weird mm. flavor to it, and I just returned it. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wouldn't have fucking taken time to, to scrape it out because it was a lot of onion. Yeah. And I, I don't mind onions, you know. I just like I, I don't. I like them, but just the way they pickled them was just fucking gross. Yeah, I'm gonna let me. I'm eliminating myself from this conver- damn conversation now. It's too damn far gone. We're still talking about it. Thank we're never gonna. We're never gonna fucking. I'm telling you, it's never gonna end, dude. Congratulations, you become the guy, that dude that fucking lives in. Uh, he's like on the outskirts of the wilderness of a fucking town. He's the town fucking coop. And he sees Bigfoot, and everyone's like, <laughs> <laughs> Jesse's yeah, tombstone's gonna say, I had a bad taco once. Oh. With him. He's so Bigfoot. That's what you become. <laughs>